Monica. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. nah. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Out of My League podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. And as all, Monica. <laughs> Mon- Monica, come Monica, through. Monica, come through. As always, we are here to give you all the latest sports takes, debates, updates, and news. News, news. <laughs> he a wild boy. <laughs> I got to see Monica, though. Yeah. I have to. I have to. You got to tweet him. I ha- bro, I have to. <laughs> man, who is Monica? No, no, seriously. <laughs> seriously. All right, man. How's your weekend? <laughs> if y'all don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Paul Pierce. Monica. <laughs> Yo, Paul Pierce is a wild boy. He is. We're going to get to him later on in the show, though. How was your weekend, man? Everything was good, man. Everything was good. A lot of college basketball, Final Four happened. Yep. And, man, you know, I chilled out, you know, ate some chicken wings, kicked back. <laughs> You know, ate some chicken wings and kicked back. I did too. Yeah, I did too. Let's get into college basketball, man. Baylor, Baylor dominated, beat the undefeated, destroyed them. The powerhouse that is Gonzaga to win their first national championship. How Baylor get it done, man? They were aggressive from jump. I mean, there's some dogs. I mean, all those they had like three point guards on the floor, and yeah. the two big men they destroyed. They yeah. destroyed Gonzaga. Straight bully ball down yeah. there, man. I really thought that Baylor came out the more physical team, and they did not care that Gonzaga came into the game undefeated with a chance to make history. Yep. They didn't care that they've been blowing teams out by 20 for basically the entire season. They didn't care that they were the highest scoring team in the league. Mm-hmm. They didn't care about any of that. Nope. They came out. They were physical. And like you said, they were some dogs. Like yeah. they came out aggressive, <laughs> just look angry the whole game. <laughs> like they just came out booming. Yeah. And they let them know and they put fear in Gonzaga's heart. I don't think Gonzaga was used to that physicality. Right. Because they look like the little boys out there on the court. Yeah, I mean, they straight bully ball, man. And you know, them those guys, Mitchell and them boys, I'm oh, telling yeah. you. Vicious. Them boys man, look. Sick them. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Vicious. I mean, we should have seen this coming when we watched Gonzaga give up 90 to UCLA. And even though they went, they won that game in overtime they shouldn't with, a, even be with, close. with a wild Jalen yeah. Suggs shot. It's a great shot. And he's a dog. He is. Jalen Suggs is a dog. He's good, but he wasn't the best player on the floor last night. He wasn't. Not last night. Although I think at his best, he probably would have been. But I, I don't know. Nah, Baylor clamped up. They clamped up. They were physical from the jump. And they let you know that we're not going to get bullied by y'all, and we don't care. Yeah. Like, we don't care that y'all are undefeated. We don't care that y'all are the prohibited favorites. We don't care about any of that. We come in here as a top defensive team, the best three-point shooting team in the country, mm-hmm. and we're going to let y'all know what's up. And yeah. they came out off rip and let them know what's good. Yeah, from jump, man, the defense was on point strapping them boys up. Yes. I mean, Timmy was getting locked up. Yes. And then on offense, them boys was taking it to Timmy. I mean. <laughs> letting him have yeah. it. <laughs> letting him have Step it. Step backs. I mean, blowing by him. It was like, man. Yeah, I knew something was wrong when Timmy hit one bucket and he wiped that stash. I was like, all right, man. Y'all are still down 14 Yeah, points. y'all, y'all Yo, down calm, double digits. Calm down. Calm down. What are you celebrating for? 
Job not done yet. <laughs> and still lost. I thought Gonzaga was going to make a run because I'm so used to them scoring in bunches. Like, we know that team can score in spurts, but for everything that they had, Baylor had a comeback to. And Baylor was shooting lights out yeah, early. When, and it happened in the first three minutes of the game. Like, yeah. from jump. <laughs> off, off, off rip. <laughs> it was like, three minutes of the game, they up 10. I was like, well, whoa. <laughs> yo, yo, what just happened? And then it was like 22 to 3. I'm like, they ain't coming back. <laughs> y'all going to score? Yeah. Nah, nah. Like, y'all going to score? Nah. Yeah, man, Gonzaga looked real What does this say about them as a whole? Do you think that this season was a failure? I wouldn't say it's a failure, but you can kind of tell that they they weren't playing the level of competition as everybody else because, honestly, if they had played Baylor early on term, they're going to get eliminated. Like They, they play teams like Pepperdine and St. Yeah. Mary's and the WCC. What are we doing? We're, yeah, we're not in one of the Power Five conferences. This should kind of be expected. And, and the fact that UCLA even took them to overtime. Who is a slow-paced basketball yeah. team. Yeah. A very slow-paced basketball team. And, yeah, and honestly, if, if UCLA had a big – that were was able to strap up Timmy because Timmy's like, the one who won. Right, in overtime, thank you, thank literally. you. I'm he, glad. He, yeah, he won that's overtime. I'm he scored yeah. the first eight in overtime. Yeah. I was like, yo, he's going nuts right now. They don't have anybody that can stop him. If it wasn't for Timmy, they would have lost to UCLA. I agree with that. I and agree with that. As I need well. people to understand, like Gonzaga, they they look good record wise, mm-hmm. but if you actually watch them play mm-hmm. and the way they play, and if you play against teams like a UCLA, like a Baylor, like if they even played a Michigan, I think they would have lost that game. If they played Florida State, I think they would have lost that game because those are more physical teams that can defend the ball. And if you I have, agree. if you're physical and you're in their face, Gonzaga, Gonzaga with space, they're gonna shoot your lights out because they're freely to move. But when you are in their face, when you are pressuring the basketball, when you are defending them, even in the big, the bigs in the paint on the block, when you have Timmy and you really putting a body on him and mm-hmm. he can't move around like he yeah. because he has great footwork. But yeah. when you put no, a body good. on him and you really defending him the way you need to, he's not a threat. When you get physical with Timmy, he's not there. And I need people to understand that. Like Gonzaga looks good on paper. They had the first undefeated season until obviously last night. Mm-hmm. But they could have easily lost in the first round. Like, easy, if they played one of those top teams, Michigan, the the Florida States, you know, all these type of teams, even UCLA, I feel like if you, they had UCLA in the yeah. first round, they probably would have knocked them off. So yeah. this is one of these things where, yes, they look good because look who they're playing. Mm-hmm. And then if you have all these other great teams like a Baylor and all these other teams, Michigan would have even knocked them off, I believe. Okay. These more physical teams, I think, would have take they would have taken care of Gonzaga. I think I look at Gonzaga as a team that got a lot of credit, and they deservedly so because they can score in bunches. But I think most of the teams that they played were scared of them simply because of their name. Mm -hmm. They're like, we're playing Gonzaga, a team that puts up 80-plus a game, so we have to score 80-plus a game to even keep up. That means you're already playing into their hands because they want to play fast-paced basketball. And I feel like teams were already intimidated coming into the game if we give up a run of even 10 points in two minutes, which – Gonzaga does literally all the time. It's over. And once you have a big lead, it's definitely hard to climb back from behind. And Gonzaga showed that. Yeah, Baylor had a big lead, and it was hard for Gonzaga to come back and hit shots because, one, they don't defend particularly well. No, Like, their defense isn't elite. They just always outscore teams. So when there's a team that can score just as efficiently and play a little bit of defense to slow them down, but you can't play defense to slow them down, you have a problem. And yeah. I think that's exactly what they ran into in the Baylor. Yep. I don't know if the same would have been for Michigan because Michigan can't score the clip that Baylor can. Mm-hmm. 
but Michigan can defend. They can defend, like, but they like no other team. They can defend. Their ball like move, Michigan's ball movement is so good to where they're a threat to you. I agree. So I feel like they would have even knocked them off, and they would have been a really big threat to Gonzaga if they were to play them. Okay, I agree yeah. with that. I think Florida State more so because Florida State, like you said, a physical, physical. team, a physical team, dogs. That's Florida State. Yeah. That's Florida they State. They can defend. Yeah, and they're they're lengthy yeah. and they're they're big. So I feel like. They could have gave Gonzaga some problems, but Gonzaga's tempo is really what sets them over the mm-hmm. edge because they can score so fast. But their Baylor, defense is not great. Yeah, 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 their defense isn't great at all. Baylor is one of the top defensive teams in the country. If not the top. The, <laughs> the best three-point shooting team in the country. For so sure. They shoot lights out. Yeah. And they can score too in an alarming clip. And their guards are just not afraid. They're, They're not. not. That's the thing. Afraid. You have to go in with the mentality, yo, I don't care about your perfect yeah. season. I don't care that you're about to make history. I don't want to hear none of that. Yeah. I'm about to clamp you up. Exactly. And that's exactly what they did. Yep. So kudos to Baylor, man. Glad that Baylor pulled it off for their first national title. Before we get off college basketball, Roy, I'm going to miss you. I thought it was a joke. You said that you were retiring on April Fool's Day. Aha, LOL, you know. And then you meant it for real. <laughs> and I was sad. Yeah, as a Carolina fan, I know that hurts you. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm laughing through the pain. <laughs> I'm laughing through the pain, man. Roy meant a lot to Carolina. Yeah. Brought us three national titles. He swept Duke and then called it quits, man. Nothing but respect. <laughs> Salute to Hubert Davis. Yeah. New coach, yeah. Salute to Hubert Davis. I'm glad he got another African-American mm-hmm. getting a head coaching job at a premier, premier college program. For sure. So... He deserves it too. Been an assistant coach for nine mm-hmm. years, played in the NBA, went to Carolina. Like he well deserves. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to what we're gonna do next season. I know that it all makes sense now as far as our recruiting because we lost all our big men this offseason. But I'm pretty sure Roy Williams told them that he's gonna retire. So they can they're free to transfer. Yeah. So I get it. On to the NBA. Durant could make his return as soon as this weekend, but they need him right now. No, they don't. I feel like I know James Harden. Didn't play really anything yesterday because he, you know, his lingering. First game ever without scoring a bucket, mm-hmm. yeah. too, which is wild. He, you can tell he wasn't healthy, though. Like, You're right. He, he's just not healthy. Are you worried about them at all? No. <laughs> if, <laughs> you, if laugh, you laugh. If, there, <laughs> if there's ever a team not to be worried about, it's the Nets because they have scores galore over there. I don't know if you've seen any of Kyrie's highlights from yesterday. I did. But he had Julius Randle <laughs> in... in Nine blenders. He was in the he, he was in the gulag. Yo, he was in the ninja bullet, the gulags. Yo, he was in everything. That joint was crazy. It was. Kyrie. He can literally do things that ninety five percent of the league can't do. Kyrie Irving is the most talented basketball player in the NBA right now. Yep. The most talented basketball player in not the even NBA debatable. Right now. It's not debatable. Yeah. He has the basketball on the string like a yo yo. He does. He really like, does. It's actually insane. Yeah. It's actually insane. But I am starting to not really worry about. The Nets per se, but I do want them to get some chemistry under their belt. Um, now that now that Harden's got hurt, I think it's getting a little like all right. We should probably be a little more cautious. But the regular season is also winding down, mm-hmm. and I feel like they need just a little bit of chemistry together because they they rarely play together at yeah, all. Yeah, it feels like if 
it feels like one hurt, the others are good. The other the one, another one gets hurt, the yeah. one come back, one come back. Yeah, it's and like they're just subbing yeah. out. They're they're really just subbing out. At this rate, I think they're playing in these. Like, <laughs> yo, all right, I'm set. I'm set out for a couple of weeks. Yo. Then y'all yeah. to go. Hey, next one, yo, get up. Yo, rest up. Yeah, yeah. Kyrie. Yo, my birthday next week. Yeah. So I can't make it. Yeah, like, I can't make it. My birthday next week. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, we'll we'll see. As long as James Harden don't show up with little baby on Instagram in the next Bro. few days, we'll see if he's really hurt or not. I think they're fine because of the Eastern Conference. Like, if it was the West, that's different. This is but true. because they're in the East and, you know, the Bucks aren't exactly great, um, they, they're playing good, but they're not on the Nets level. You got the 76ers that are trending still upward, but they just had a really bad loss as well. And they are they can't keep them with the scoring. Is it like B back yet? Yeah, he's back. He's back now? Yeah, he just okay. got dunked on by... Um, <laughs> He, he just got done. <laughs> oh, my car. Yeah. Yo, Carl the Towns is a beast. He is, but he just well, don't play no defense. <laughs> uh, neither the Timberwolves. You're right. So, I mean, he's on the right team. Right. He, you're, you're right. You're yeah, right. He's, he's on the right team, so it doesn't matter. But, but speaking of being in the West, the Lakers now from third to fifth and only a half game above six. Can we panic? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think if you're a Lakers fan, you, you're sweating right now. Because here's the thing. Again, I, I'm going to reiterate this. I'm not worried about LeBron because he will be back. Yep. Anthony Davis with that Achilles, I'm telling you, it's <laughs> you don't want to put him on the floor right now. You don't want to put him on the floor next month. I feel like... Wow. Really? Yeah. Now, look, <laughs> we've seen, we seen it happen with multiple players with their Achilles. You want to put him on the floor. You know, you want to win ball so, games. So when and then they get snapped. Back? When do you want him back? You don't I, want him back at all. No, if you're Anthony Davis and you're his agent. So wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. Let me let me stop you. If you don't want him coming back at all this season, what's the point of LeBron coming back? We're not gonna win the title without Anthony Davis. Agreed. I feel like LeBron's gonna play regardless once he gets healthy. His mentality. But Anthony Davis should not touch a basketball court at all for the rest of the year. Wow. And because I, I say this I feel, because I feel like that's a little I feel like that's a big stretch. Because here's my thing: if if you're Anthony Davis and you're supposed to be the one that LeBron's passing the torch to with the Los Angeles Lakers, why would you jeopardize your Achilles, which an uh, injury that pretty Hard much to come back by? You, you'll per, never be your same. You'll yeah, never you'll be same. never be your same self coming off same. the Achilles injury. Respectable. And if you are Anthony Davis, and if you are you know Clutch Sports, you know his agents, I would suggest the Lakers. Do not play him at all the rest of the year because that Achilles only gets better with rest. Because they, what they said right now is that he does not require surgery. If he tears that his first game back, and Lord, I, I don't want to ever speak oh, that yeah. over nobody's yeah. career. Never, we never wish injury upon but anyone. But I want to tell y'all that is going to be one of the hardest blows of the Lakers year. If he gets on his first game back and... Just like that, his his Achilles is all is already damaged. His Achilles is already damaged. Why would you want to put somebody that big and to move your Achilles, even if you've been resting this whole time? It only gets better with rest. I I understand your perspective. However, I know that Anthony Davis, although he hasn't been doing five on five like scrimmaging, yeah. he's been doing drills. He's been doing a lot of like non contact things. So is KD, and <laughs> and we know how we know how that ended. This this is also true. This, this is also true. But they said Anthony Davis, after he got reevaluated for, I don't know, the thousandth time, mm-hmm. um, they said he's on pace to come back in the next two to three weeks. I would assume that's probably about the same as LeBron, maybe. And I, th- I think, personally, LeBron will be back before Anthony Davis. I think so, too. I think LeBron will definitely be back before Anthony Davis. But if I'm Anthony Davis and I feel healthy enough to play, I would want to come back and play for the playoffs. And they might need him to come back 
two games before just to break the rest. He's going to be rusty, and you're going to have to minutes restrict him. So I think he needs that, you know, unless he unless he really doesn't feel 100% healthy. Now I get it. If he's going to be playing hurt, it's an Achilles. It's really not worth it. It's not. It's, not, it's really not worth it. But if he says he's healthy and he feels healthy, I think you should put him on a, a minutes restriction and let him give it a go against some of the lower-ranked teams, obviously. I think, I mean... As a competitor, you're always going to say you're ready. You, of course. you feel great of or course. whatever. You're always going to tell the doctors whatever you know they want to hear to get on the floor. I need him to be really cautious because just be honest. You just need to be honest with we, himself. We all know it's an Achilles. The Lakers know it's an Achilles, and that's the thing. They're they're not calling it an Achilles. Exactly. Which is why it's like, all right, the jig is up. Yeah, like, we you know. know. Yo, the, the, the jig is up. Like, come on, guys. Like, we know. I'd rather you just say it now, and that way people don't get their hopes up that he's coming back right. anytime soon, like me, because. The Lakers could use him right now. Mm-hmm. We are, we are dropping like flies out there. Yeah. We're gonna end up in a playing game. Exactly. And you you heard Woj and you hear you know Brian Windhorst and all these guys. They talk about this injury, and I, f- I find it really interesting that none of them can still give us a timetable. And Anthony Davis has been out for some and, time. And that's now. the thing. It keeps going from okay, he should be coming back sometime this month. To, okay, now a couple of weeks. Yep. The, the most recent thing is. A couple of weeks, but then he's gonna get reevaluated. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's gonna get reevaluated yeah. again. It's like, dude, like, dude, yo, we know what's going on. We know it's an Achilles. We know that you're trying to be cautious. We know that you're probably trying to save him for the playoffs. However, you don't, you do not mess around with an Achilles injury. I know this because my stepfather <laughs> tore his Achilles I, in a gym, and it sounded I, like a like. I, let me like, I need people to understand Achilles injuries are nothing to play with, and. We know about it with KD. We know about it with other NBA players. We even know about it with some NFL players yeah. with their Achilles injuries. It's not nothing to play with. The Lakers are, in their last 10, they're 4-6. and six. So they're struggling, clearly. A game up ahead on Portland, who's in 6. The Mavs are in 7th. The Grizzlies are in 8th. From 5-8, to eight, or excuse me, from 5-7, to seven, it's a two-game lead. The Mavs are coming. Yeah. Luka's hooping right mm-hmm. now. You know who's not coming? The Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, did I look stupid. <laughs> Yo, what happened to the Warriors? Right now, sitting in the 10th spot, struggling. They look terrible. They do, man. I'm sad. They lost their last seven, and then they got they got blown out by, what, 40 the other night? Yeah. <laughs> Yo. And Steve Curry looked like he was about Yo. to cry. I have no idea what happened that game. That was insane. No Draymond or Steph that yeah. game, though. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, I think it was more like 50. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say it was 50. It was some ugly. But, yeah, they don't look good at all. Like, they, they don't look good at all. Clippers, man, they just signed Boogie Cousins to a 10-day contract. Good move? Yeah, I think so. I think that uh, – Is it? Yeah. I think so because man, it, it – pro- I, di- I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> it gives them another big in the rotation, which they clearly need right now. And what do you, what do you have to lose? It's a 10-day contract. If he doesn't perform, he's gone in today's anyway. So I, yeah, I, and I I'm, feel like Big Buggy will give you he will give you a double double if you need it if you need it right now. And I you know I know Paul George is kind of coming back off of his injury as well. So I mean, if you needed those minutes and those points provided, that makes sense. However, we know that Buggy can't stay healthy either. So that's the only thing. More than Paul George, yeah. like more than Paul George. Yeah, for me, it's just like. It, I get it. Mm-hmm. Like, if he's healthy, he can give you a few good minutes, possibly. But yeah. I also think that Boogie gets in his head a lot, and he, he kind of tries to do too much. Like, we need you down low getting boards, not pulling from the top of the key. Yeah. Like, no, go down low. Like, this is what we have guards for to shoot that. Mm-hmm. Which times. he is. I mean, he's he's still a good shooter as a big man. But I'm, Yeah, I get it. 
Eh, I mean, like you said, it's only 10 days, right. so you can't really look too into it. Yeah, it's it. 10 days. <laughs> it's, it's 10 days. I just feel like it's kind of a waste at this point. Like, he's always hurt. Yeah. And I, I love Boogie Cousins, but he's literally always hurt. Literally. Yeah. And he, he just keeps moving teams, mm-hmm. like, every three months, <laughs> what it seems. But, yeah. NFL news, man. The only thing we got, Sam Darnold, Panthers. The Jets have an abundance of picks yep. in the next two years. They do. Are they still going to take Zach Wilson, obviously? Of course. I mean, you want you don't trade your Sam Darnold not to get a quarterback in his replacement. Better question. Where is Teddy Two Gloves going to be? Well, his money is tied in Carolina. <laughs> and nobody's taking that contract. So my guess is Jesus, he's going Charlotte. to be in Carolina. Jesus, Charlotte. Jesus. Sam Darnold's going to start, correct? Yeah. yeah, of course. Do you think he's going to flourish over there? I think he will. I, I think, think I think he's going to do pretty I good. I think him and Joe Joe Brady. Joe Brady. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really really good back system. Back with Robbie Anderson. Back with Robbie Anderson and you also have DJ Moore. Yep. Shout out to Maryland. Yep. Um, Christian McCaffrey yep. coming back. C-Mac coming back. If you can shore up that offensive line and you know you have some young young boys on that defense that are playing really well. The offensive line is the biggest thing. You need to sh- secure that offensive line cuz why trade for Sam Darnold and put him in the same exact situation that he, he was, was in in New York? Right. You need to give him protection up front. So if you that. now that quarterback is off the board for you at seven, why not take an offensive tackle if they're available? I'm sorry, wrong pick. Seven is they're eight, right? Eight. Yeah, they're, they're eight, eight because uh, Detroit seven. Right. Yeah, so at eight. eight, they gonna win more games than Eagles? Probably. <laughs> I, mean, probably, I mean, unless unless Jalen Hurts goes out here and balls, which I'm, I'm sure he's capable of doing, and I believe he's capable yeah, of doing. For sure. If, if Jalen Hurts – here's the thing. If the Eagles can get some weapons with Jalen Hurts, I will say the Eagles win more games than Carolina. But until then, <laughs> as currently stated right now, they are not. Because <laughs> they have no weapons on the outside for Jalen Hurts right now. They don't. It's unfortunate. I'm sorry, Jalen Hurts. I'm sorry about the situation in Philly. Philly stinks. Sorry, can't disagree. Yeah, man, bottom of the division for you guys. You guys suck. Yeah, unless <laughs> unless somehow they get weapons, I don't I don't see them winning more than probably five or six games. Wow. Yeah. At least you're honest. Yeah. We're going to the playoffs again. <laughs> book it. <laughs> just, just, just go ahead. Go ahead. And book y'all, it. y'all gonna beat the Giants? Yep. Okay. Yep. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yep. Okay. For sure. <laughs> three touchdowns, three picks. It'll, it'll balance out. <laughs> it'll, it'll balance out. Matter of fact, yeah. I just think about it. Him and Daniel Jones, they both going to throw three picks. Yeah, piece, that's what yeah. I'm saying. It'll, yeah, it'll balance out. It'll yeah. be good, man. <laughs> that's all I got, man. We appreciate everyone for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. Remember, Black Lives Matter. They always matter. Shout out to all the essential workers out mm-hmm. there, all those still pushing for change. Everyone, please, please get vaccinated if you haven't so we can have a safe, responsible summer. And Monica, if you're here, holla at me. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Paul Pierce. <laughs> yeah, guys, I know last week we mentioned that Andrew DeCheco was going to join us this week on the show to talk about the DBs. Um, we had to reschedule that, so we're looking at next week's show to bring him on to talk about the DB class. And, guys, I mean, keep us posted. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and SoundCloud, and any other platform you listen to us on. Appreciate all the likes and the views. We've been getting a lot of great numbers lately, so we appreciate all you guys. Yeah, man, keep it up, but seriously. He only had like 300 people on his IG live. <laughs> 300? Was it worth it? That was terrible. He only had like 300 people. He needs new friends. There's no way that you you do that and nobody yeah, stops you. Get rid of the whole circle. Literally. Like, get rid of the whole circle. How do you have them <laughs> not post, but you right. are the one that posted it? What are you doing? <laughs> Yo, he was gone, too. Yeah. 
That boy was faded. faded. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that boy was faded. The man faded. said, I've been to Istanbul's. I've been to Turkey's. <laughs> like, been what? To, I've been to Turkey's. <laughs> I've been to Turkey's. What? I really want to know who took it from IG Live to Twitter and Instagram. Because, you know, they got their little clout for the mm-hmm. day. But Paul Pierce is now jobless. Yeah. <laughs> although, although Cam Soda did offer him. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cam Soda did offer him a contract to come on there. And talk about NBA with exotic dancers. So, <laughs> turn up, Paul and Monica. No, seriously, holler at me. I'm out of here. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> really thought it ain't no debate. No way, ain't no escape. Big dog eating off the plate. Cool breeze, mops with the same. Flexed up now, John Cena. Rocked up more than Serena. Wife a baddie looking like Nia. More drip, more than a leader. I'm at the wood. I said I would get. No mediocre, I'm feeling like tip. Sound like to me, we got us a hit. They can't even drip line. So savvy is a swag daddy. Red eye flights out to Cali. Holding bags looking like a caddy. Penthouse vibes, no addy.